experiential wisdom, bhavanamaya pana, arises out of a mindfulness practice that has both suttamayapana and sintamayapana firmly in place. We can visualize the mind as a river, with many currents and streams flowing into it. Wisdom, like the river, is flowing or transient and must be renewed, or it can diminish. This renewal can only come about through the application of sati, or awareness. Without the presence of sati, no ksala, wholesome mental qualities, setatsika, can be present in the mind. Wisdom, along with faith and energy, viriya, is what acts and initiates momentum into our practice. We must have some understanding of what is at work when we meditate. What are in play are the five spiritual faculties, indriya. Awareness, sati. Steadiness, stability of mind, samadhi. Wise, right effort or energy, viriya. Faith and confidence, sada. And wisdom, panna. In the process of mindfulness meditation, We are working to cultivate and grow these spiritual faculties so they work in balance. If they are not in balance, or if one is below where it should be for some reason or another, then the others are going to struggle to keep the mind in a state of equanimity. We always start with awareness. It is that which grounds us and allows kusala mind states to arise. All kusala minds, satisampayuta, arise together with sati. When we have awareness, we also have the opportunity to learn and allow the wisdom aspect of our mind to flourish. Wisdom is that which sees clearly, and with the addition of awareness, we can have the faith and motivation to keep exploring and moving into the unknown and uncharted regions of our minds. It is not enough to be satisfied with the wisdom we have— We must have faith and the openness to receive the wisdom that is not yet realized. When the mind is balanced and strong and awareness becomes natural, the wisdom you have acquired is always available. No effort is required for it to arise. When the observing mind gets stronger, wisdom can deal more easily with defilements, greed, anger, and delusion. As wisdom grows the mind becomes purer and more equanimous. You will eventually start experiencing periods of clarity and equanimity where you will start to have a different view of your mind and the world. You will start to experience insight. With insight, you will see it is the spirit of discovery and not the events and circumstances leading up to it that will constitute the insight. It is very hard for someone who hasn't experienced this to appreciate the wondrous nature of the flowering of this understanding. There is no mistaking it when it happens. When insight arises, you will find understanding where previously it was only superficial. Insight happens spontaneously. You cannot will it to happen. The experiences of someone leading up to an insight and the insight itself are two different things. Two people having the same experience does not mean they will both have insight. When the conditions are ripe, then insight will arise.
You will have your own distinct experiences and your own distinct insights. You will then understand the vast differences between what you have heard and read of insight and the actual insight itself. You can explain the effects and experiences an insight has on you, but not the depth of understanding you gain from it. Experiencing reality through the lens of insight will have a profound effect on your life and practice and the way you view the world. The wisdom that is acquired in this way will immediately alter the way in which you relate to things. However, a word of warning. An insight is not permanent. It only lasts for the moment that it arises. What does remain alive is its potential and its quality. Its imprint on our minds is its legacy. Unless we keep nurturing this quality, it can recede.